welcome to an exciting episode of the Lunch Love Change Podcast. <laughs> That's our jingle. Hello. It needs a high pitch voice. I'm sorry. I don't have a high pitch voice. What I do have is plenty of experiences with burnouts. It's a topic today. Expert mode. It's uh, also an announcement for my niche, for my coaching. And it's uh, basically an episode that we're going to show uh, a little bit how we are uh, ignorant, uh, stubborn in the past. Talk about uh, these wonderful qualities that we see amongst ourselves and our friends when uh, talking about uh, allowing yourself to be vulnerable, talking about your boundaries, allowing yourself to be tired. Having 25 volts in the air and still thinking that everything is just fine. All these things. Yeah. If you like our episodes, make sure to share them with your friends, your family. Please. Um, drop a like or a comment. Subscribe. Check it out on YouTube, on uh, Spotify. Share. Share, 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 because we want to reach more people. So how to ignore burnout. Oh, we yes. got a couple of questions for each other. Mm-hmm. You want to hit me off with your uh, questions? Yeah, sure. What are your top three um, signs to recognize a burnout in you and in others? Yeah. How do you deal when you feel your body doesn't perform? Okay. And what is your biggest learning out of the top three? <laughs> I find the how do you feel when your body doesn't perform a question a bit tough. Also uh, with a mix of my uh, spinal cord injury and all the health issues that come along with that. Mm-hmm. But it's an interesting question. Uh, the, the this mind space I think is pretty uh, recognizable mm-hmm. and what was the last question again what is your biggest learning of life or of those three burnouts okay okay yeah, if I would have learned it I might not have had so many well maybe you know the magic number three who knows yeah who knows made you click and be like aha <laughs> oh, true yeah how about you what I have <clears throat> is, what would people say, what could people say or do to make you acknowledge when you are in the process of building a burnout? Um, Good question. How do you uh, look back at the period that uh, built up to the burnout? What are your takeaways? How do you look back at the burnout itself? Mm-hmm. Can you look back actually? Is it over? good one what would be the hardest thing to do when you would see another burnout approaching for yourself Mm -hmm. and uh, tell us a funny story about how you were ignoring uh, the fact that you were having a building up a nice uh, avalanche uh, a little waterfall of uh, doo-doo all right (laughs) good lineup (laughs) So just to be uh, honest and uh, frank, you know, our backstories, uh, Kay has had uh, one long period of ignoring a burnout and then like complete derail, crash, burn. Flat face. Flat face, <laughs> uh, flat lining, everything flat. Yeah. And I myself, I think, uh, started pretty young with ignoring burnouts. I think I was about uh, 19 when I uh, went home after falling asleep on driving the motorcycle, slept for two weeks. Then you're young, you bounce back. A little mix of a lot of uh, intense winter depressions up until Mm. I think uh, when I was 26, I had my real first couple month lasting one. 
and uh, really painstaking recovery route. And then uh, two, three years later, I had my uh, next one that was more of a um, spiritual and also purpose burnout, like whatever I was doing as an entrepreneur, couldn't see the point of it. So I uh, completely lost all uh, enthusiasm about I don't know how would you describe like what would what was the burnout for you what is the burnout for you I feel like you really lose fire mm. it's really like I would be jumping out of bed in the morning and like kicking kicking it mm. And at some point, my body, first of all, like my body really pulled the plug. Yep. But then it would just really nothing, literally nothing would make sense. I was mm. even like, yeah, taking a shower, like everything is just too much. And nothing mm. was worth doing it. Like going to the supermarket, mm. picking an apple out of four different ones was already too much. Mm. And just taking a shower and brushing my teeth was too much. And what was the hardest part about it? Or what is the hardest part about it? I think it's like really nothing made any sense anymore. I was just like, where was I like kicking it so hard for so many years and now just nothing makes sense. And it's like, is it going to ever come back that you're going to feel a fire? Uh, not knowing whether this was permanent or temporary. Yeah, I mean, maybe just like, you know, maybe something short-circuited in your system and it's just going to stay like that, you know. From now on, you are like this. What <laughs> apple What apple do I choose? No, but you just don't know. But that was for me, like, really, literally just like, just zero line of not feeling alive anymore. I think that was for me the biggest sign of understanding this is how a burnout is. For me, uh, the biggest uh, thing is uh, the, the why. Mm -hmm. Why are we even alive? What is the point of this all? Mm -hmm. This big size, mm -hmm. big size. You don't <laughs> have, <Yeah>. usually. <laughs> Standing in front of the fridge. Why should I even eat? Yeah, why bother? Yeah, why bother? Yeah. Why bother with anything? Yeah. Wonderful, uh, wonderful times. So... Let's uh, jump into the questions. If you, our lovely audience, which is live on Facebook, Instagram, have questions, yes, comments, if you like we're talking nonsense or the truth has been spoken, share your opinion. <laughs> you want to go first? Hey, you want me to uh, um, drop you? Now, I think you should answer with what can people do or say to make you uh, acknowledge what's going on with yourself hold on the, the question was what could people it was the past tense no maybe what should like in my work i see a lot of people who are like uh, they know something's off they look a bit frightened a bit like uh, maintaining control like mm -hmm. like gritting tooth and nail like i can't do this ah. <laughs> I mean, some people last long in that, like, yeah. that's a lifestyle on its own. Mm -hmm. Like, it's a gin tonic-fueled uh, mm -hmm. uh, cigarettes and coffee and... Uh, There's not even a niche. This is really a lifestyle. It's pretty yeah. commercial. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> and then you grab a detox and you do a little uh, meditation. Three-day vacation. And it's just uh, postponing this, this mm -hmm. beautiful journey of misery and, and, and hopelessness and 
Yeah, also, I think uh, just this, what you said, this panic almost of will it ever mm. go back to normal? Can I ever be normal yeah. again? Yeah. So what can people or could people or should people, what is your like uh, omen to speak from your experience? You see other people right now when they are like uh, my friend Mike. Me and my uh, brother Dill, we were like saying, hey man, we've been concerned about you maybe getting a burnout. We've never seen you this level of uh, stress maybe. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, I know it's going on. And usually when it gets worse, I start having panic attacks. So I know that's a signal. And I know in time to say it's enough. And we're like, yeah, in time is when you have the thing. It's like, yeah, it's not going to happen to me because yeah. I'll, I'll step away beforehand. But we all feel like Icarus or... You're just going to miss that stop. What can you say to somebody to really make them almost like diffuse? Like, like, like if you have some type of illness, like you can diagnose it too late. And then it's like a whole bunch of measures that you could have prevented mm -hmm. if you would have stepped in six months or three months. Mm -hmm. I don't know, whatever it is. But if you see the symptoms with somebody, what could Peter Paul have told you? I think in the past I wouldn't have listened to anyone. Super stubborn. I consider it a good quality to be stubborn in general. But seriously, if someone would have told me, hey, lady, you just take it slowly, I'd be like, yeah, you should keep your advice to yourself. Sleep is for the weak. No, seriously, Rest you can sleep when, when you're dead. dead. Yeah, man. yeah, that will be the past, which is good. I learned my lessons. And How I do you get through through somebody like that? Uh, what, what, what needs to be... I think I really didn't have someone who would be confident enough to like really sit my ass down and be like, listen, you are miserable and these are the signs that I see and like I care for you. I don't have any stakes in it. I just mm. really care for you and I'm worried. I think if someone would have really had the balls to sit me down and have that talk with me, mm. I might be at least like, I mean, now I for sure would be, but in the past I might be like, hmm, okay, you know? Something would enter. Someone who would be something like, land. same level of craziness in work, etc. If someone in this same pace of life would have mm. sat me down and be like, hey, I'm worried, then I'd be probably like, hmm, because let me think about it. The peer that you respect wouldn't yeah, be exactly. the, the yoga teacher being like, hey. Of course, know. hey, you should take some rest. And I'd be like, yeah, of course, I usually, yeah. You know. That's but if sad someone, news for all the yoga teachers. Uh, no, but if someone is like, come on, I didn't even <laughs> knew how to spell yoga back it's in true, the days. It's true, but now people do. Yeah, but if someone is in the hamster wheel, same speed as you are, and sits you down and tells you that, I think that's why I would listen. That's why I said talking to Mike would probably be a good thing to tell him, like, hey, man, I've been there, I've done that. I tell you, it's like a boiling frog syndrome. You're going to realize... I kind of feel like the first the one middle. everybody needs to like have for themselves. Yeah. It's almost impossible to be... Uh... You can delay I've it. I've seen people in my workshops who are like, I feel like something might be brewing up. That's why I'm here mm. to prevent that, figure out how to manage my energy. But um, most people who are, I think what is possible though, is when you are in the burnout mode, usually you're already here and usually you are in the procedure of adding more stuff on top. 
Yeah. It's like this little cartoon of this person who's holding like you could handle it. Yeah. eight plates in two hands and one on their foot. And they're like, a bunch of them are still in the air and they're about to land. And I think there is something to be said like, hey man, you have already enough. Stop adding stuff. Because mm -hmm. usually you're also in the process mm -hmm. of adding stuff. Yeah, that's why I ask for the next promotion. Exactly. It's like, I can, I can handle that. Give it on my plate. I show more. you. Give me some more. Yeah. yeah. So also this kind of like... You have a super huge portion of ignorance, eh? Really? Yeah, exactly. You don't know. You, you think it like, won't happen to you. Of course. And you're you like, are I'm invincible. I think also that's a big part of what you see in like media about uh, big corporates uh, and how the corporate culture is the stance towards burnouts. Mm -hmm. It's like it's for the weak. And mm -hmm. This is it's the tempo. This is the yeah. this is how the cogs turn in this machine. And if you wear out, you're not built for this. This is for the real, yeah, the real rough. Throw some balls and yeah, then come yeah, back. And uh, until it happens to you, and they're like, oh, I don't know, all those other yeah. people also, because it's not just your job. Of course, it's personal stuff. Inter it's like a super complex situation that that results into your. Uh, how I would describe it is that your consciousness disagrees with what you're doing with your avatar. That's, That's how good. I would That's pretty good. really describe a burnout because there are so many ways to encounter a burnout. It can be a physical one, it can be a mental one, it can be a spiritual one, mm -hmm. it can be an emotional one, a social one, financial one, and a digital one. And my leg is super spasmic. It really like you're still in the same body. Your heart is beating. You cannot like. Mm. It's not like you're breathing less. Yeah. Uh, you can still walk, go outside. You just don't want to anymore. You don't care about this whole endeavor that is called life and to yeah. explore and to. Hey, you want to go grab coffee? No. You want to go eat food? No. You no. want to see your friends? No. You want to uh, breathe? No. Actually, but I cannot stop that. So I'm just riding it out. Yeah. But mm. still, I mean, to say that thing, I think that's really important to mention. I consider it the best thing that happened in my life, eh? Besides meeting me. Besides meeting <laughs> me. That's what you said. That's what he said. <laughs> Seriously, I think, I mean, you can delay it and you can deny it and everything. I still believe that mm -hmm. it's... My therapist, she would say it's like a spiritual awakening. And I really agree. It changed mm -hmm. a lot in my life. So I think it's also a good thing. And yeah, maybe people should go, but... I think seeing it with friends who are like head over heels heading into a burnout, I think it's good to say those things and be like, listen, yeah. man, like you have two choices. Eh? You can either like full speed, just run into a wall or you can just like start to listen to your body. If someone would have told me that and I would have started yoga and whatever meditation before. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe I would have like flattened out the curve and wouldn't have met you probably I don't, I don't but... know if i don't know if uh, just doing meditation or yoga or mindfulness these are all of course wonderful techniques and uh, platforms to manage and, and, and alleviate your stress levels but i definitely think the attitude that we have towards life and what we expect to happen in a certain amount of time in our life mm -hmm. is really at the core of why two people can do the exact same thing live the exact same life and one of them has a burnout and the other one doesn't yeah. it's just because the other person isn't taking it that serious nor personally yeah so of course it's a spiritual path to be like okay this is just mm -hmm. a life 
Yeah. It uh, definitely has to do with, okay, maybe what I want in my life is not going to happen in three years and I don't have to like twist myself in all these angles mm -hmm. or like uh, marry a person I don't want to marry just because I want to be married. And then, and I um, want to have kids and yeah, I want to build rob, a house. And... Rob myself emotionally for a couple mm -hmm. of years and then be surprised that I'm having a like complete breakdown, burnout. It's an emotional burnout. And then, yeah. Um, you're robbing yourself of something. Yeah. You don't know what. Mm -hmm. Let's jump into another question. One of yours. Why you top three signs to recognize a burnout in you and others? I think uh, early stages is, uh, um, how do you say it? Like, like tension in the body that, that almost amplifies in the mind. So your body is stressed and you're, 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 that, that clogs your like cognition. You're having weird thoughts, like worries and stuff. I think um, that actually the stress in the body comes from that you want to have some type of need. And you're pushing for it and it's not aligned you're not in flow as much as you would be you're forcing things and then you do that for a extended period of time and then you see that your uh, need to numb yourself grows whatever your vice is uh, it doesn't matter whether it's uh, uh, what is stigmatized uh, alcohol or, or or drugs or or women for guys or whatever like games video games whatever. video yeah. games internet usage uh, our lovely uh, netflix and uh, binge instead mm. of netflix and chill just like turn off your brain with like uh, whatever it is exercise i've been mm. a great I think that the, the, the most efficient one is exercise to numb yourself with exercise because yeah. you can save on sleep and you, you feel fit and you're like mm -hmm. yeah you keep yourself energized again so you're like yeah I can yeah and it's a great deflator of stress but still on the long run um, I think the the most crucial question that I can ask to others is uh, are you having as much fun in your life as you would like to I think that question mm. is such a, a eye-opener also to be like, what is life about? Okay, it's about achievements or feeling fulfillment or connecting or being creative. But mm. all these things and the problems that you have to solve and deal with uh, along the way, uh, at some point can become disencouraging if there's too little fun in the process. Mm. And if I look back in all the moments that I was... And I still am recognizing it. If I ask myself the questions, what have you done for fun lately? And if that's a little cricket sound and nothing much happening, then I know I am on the wrong path. Mm -hmm. It's not like no. if you're having enough fun, you won't have a burnout. Don't get me wrong. Okay. Mm -hmm. It has to be some type of sustainable fun, mm -hmm. uh, some type of self-care, me time. Yeah, whatever balance. it is and that's that's part of the curriculum in how to recover from a burnout mm -hmm. the energy management compass but yeah i think to realize that uh doing things that feed you are fun feed you mentally emotionally spiritually socially yeah um okay. so these these are the top three uh 
Signs. Signs, I think, yeah. yeah. I can list a lot more, but I think uh, they're related, all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think in myself, I would always see it. Um, I literally hated Sundays. I mm. really hated Sundays because I knew mm. it's the last day of the weekend to recover. Mm. And I already was prepping for the week. So I was usually working half a day or at least three, four hours. Yeah. And then it was just like, I wanted to do my workout. I wanted to work. The day was like literally just too short. And I went to bed Sunday night grumpy. So that was already mm. like, okay, that's, that's, that's not a good one. place to be. Like you should enjoy your Sunday. That's an interesting one because yours was really work related. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the same time, I've had uh, instances of uh, uh, the the opposite of not uh, not looking forward to like the the, the mm-hmm. task on Monday. Yeah, no, but not Monday related. It can be a situation related, mm-hmm. a person related, a task related. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm not opening my email box because it stresses me the hell mm-hmm. out. Do not want to see what's in there. Yeah. Yeah. You want to deal with it, just avoiding, avoidance mm-hmm. is a great uh, signal yeah. of that you're doing things against whatever mm-hmm. you're supposed to be doing. And that's yeah. your consciousness being in conflict with your avatar. That's a good way to phrase mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Let's go to the next question I have for you. How do you look back at the period? What are your takeaways? Building up the burnout, going through the burnout. Now writing the burnouts, what are your, what do you look for? What's, what would you like to answer on that question? I literally cannot imagine how I managed to like keep all the boats in the air back Mm. then. Now I'm just like, wow, what a mad woman. (laughs) Seriously. You're impressed by yourself. Yeah, I'm really impressed by myself. How little sleep, Mm. how no nourishment. Mm how like no work-life balance was mm. there and how long I survived to really stay up and keep it up and keep my core and just like perform, function and perform. Outperform others. Still, yeah, absolutely. And then I'm like, if I would have taken care of everything, where would I be? But that's a different question. Um, <laughs> so how do I look back at the period? I'm really stunned by how much I managed to still mm. like keep everything uh, in places. And uh, yeah, what were my takeaways? Not to take things for granted (laughs) and to really understand that this is not a given. Like the performance of your body is not a given. Mm. And if you just really beat it with a stick, you can really get... It's going to work even better. It's going to work much better. So if you really, if you would give it a bit more self-love and care and Mm. nourishment and sleep, gosh... That's basically the, the 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 cornerstone of the curriculum, the energy management compass, mm-hmm. is to see the productivity and life experience benefits of implementing self love regularly. It's gonna, it's like the 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 carrot and the stick. No, how about just a sustainable way of using this beautiful machine to mm-hmm. its uh, like. Uh, edges and still like not burning the thing up yeah and just like adding good fuel Definitely. i mean that's just a, an amazing I like, engine i like what you said though that you look back and you're stunned because i also hear a lot of people <laughs> yeah. really look back at with remorse or sadness or upset or angry and uh even taking that experience 
and 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 basically it transforms into some type of fear for yeah. rehappening it and then like like i cannot do the same job anymore now i have to mm-hmm. like that was the most difficult part for me like i had all my burnouts as an entrepreneur and it wasn't always a work burnout but but it would always uh, i could I couldn't imagine because i had a, a burnout as an entrepreneur to stop being an entrepreneur Mm-hmm. you know like now i have to take a job now i don't feel like taking a job but it did and we're like well nobody's watching me i really need to watch myself how do i even watch myself mm-hmm. what do i need in place to know that i am not on the wrong or right path yeah and i know it's limitless performance is like boundless but you it's like you're playing with a scale and a moving uh, object in the curve and mm-hmm. you have to keep the balance it's a complex yeah activity But thanks for your takeaways and your yeah the way you look back at it I think I think also yeah for me is there's some hidden glory and like yeah firing on all cylinders uh, yeah fire coming out of the exhaust like <laughs> quite uh, some big dick energy uh, but yeah BDE yeah BDE. I think I mean for me it was also like <clears throat> I never went back to my job and it's also for sure a difference if you just like break with everything and just decided you want you to go your own way. You completely redesigned your life. Exactly. Which a lot of people do. How many people from corporate suddenly switch to becoming a yoga teacher or like mm-hmm. I now uh, work with uh, pets, whatever. I like I cannot deal yeah. cannot deal with the uh, office or screens anymore. Yeah, but they also like uh, a friend of mine told me about that once and she was like uh, there's a program in 100 days out of a burnout. I almost started cracking up because I was like, you know, it really sounds like of those how to Huh? It's just like so corporate made to be like, you know, you have 100 days, despair, this is your like, goal. Yeah, I get it, get that it's it. nice to get out of it, but it's just not how it works. If you like really lean into it, then it breaks you, but it's good. I think the reason why such programs also need to exist is that not, not everybody has the buffer to float longer than those 100 days. For sure, but still. For a lot of people, it's like a common reality that you... Uh, whatever contract or arrangement you have yeah. you experience a burnout whatever reason it might be and then the doctor the, the 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 hr they're like hey it happens we have statistics nowadays it happens <laughs> and uh how can we get you back no we're gonna get you back in yeah. three months and you're like full freak out mode because you yeah. Look at that place as the birthplace of your misery right now. And then you're like, hey, we got to get you back within three months. You're 100 ready. days, three digits. Okay, it's now gonna it's two be, digits. It's not going to be less emails. It's not going to be less phone calls. It's not going to be less meetings. Mm. Something in you has to change. And you're like, uh, that's where I come in. That's what you said, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> not the right address. Um, yeah. Me, how do you deal you want to deal with that no, question? No, no. How do you deal when you feel your body doesn't perform? How poorly. do you deal with the situation? I deal with it poorly. I keep Honesty. dealing with it poorly. Honesty. Yeah. Honesty in this man. Yeah, last three so weeks my honesty. body was not performing as I, I would like it. And I dealt with it poorly. That's <laughs> why I put it a question. Pissed me off. <laughs> super. AF. <laughs> yeah, pissed me off super. Yeah. Uh, wait one second. 
my uh, app block is the app that is preventing me from spending <laughs> hours on Instagram. <laughs> Just shut Instagram down. Oopsie. Let's see if I can resume my live view. Yeah. Is this still on? I think so, yes. Blessings. Wow. And blessings. Sorry for that. So I dealt with it poorly. In the past, I dealt with it poorly, poorly. That's my answer. That's how I deal with it when my body does not perform. <laughs> nah, but all jokes aside, <laughs> really poorly. Like I cannot... Like, I under, mean it. <laughs> uh, uh, like, a lot of people I see are uh, able to feel upset and sorry for themselves when they are sick and uh, they get past the point that, okay, I was trying to achieve something or canceling a meeting. Like I had a meeting with a guy, I have to cancel it and I have to beat myself with a stick for three days because that's how you learn. <laughs> no, but the, the, the ability to have self-empathy and compassion and be like, hey, you're going through a tough time, you're physically ill, I just take it easy. Uh, that's not one of my uh, strongest skills. So when I have a burnout, uh, when I had a burnout also, uh, it almost uh, instantly uh, becomes a nice infusion, uh, herbal depression to, to make it extra nice <laughs> to be in a burnout, to be also depressed about the fact Mm. That I uh, did not amount to and, and super negative self-image, super judging, super uh, uh, everything uh, that's poison, basically. Mm. Yeah. So uh, I am now proud of myself that I am able to, within the self same weeks, days, uh, vocalize this, uh, breathe it out, have my friends tell me that... Uh, I deserve better than that from myself. Yeah. Um, so I am on this path of sharing how I deal with it. And I think everybody deals with it differently, but all I have seen around life uh, so far, because I also have the uh, spinal cord injury, the handicap, this, this whole different reframing your mind of what your expectations and reality with your body is. Which most people have to experience throughout age. I got it like a little shortcut. But if I see somebody has a knee injury, back injury, wrist injury, we, we, we resist, we deny, we do not want to be mortal. That's basically the cornerstone of it. Mm -hmm. And uh, we want to be young gods forever and goddesses. So yeah. I understand the desire. I see it with everybody. Asking for help is difficult. Being the person who is vulnerable is, is, is scary. Um, feeling okay about whatever time uh, your recovery needs. Making uh, recovery a task on its own. Like, how many people do I know? I had a burnout. Okay, I was looking at the ceiling for a month or two. And now I'm back. Let's do it again. And like, well, what was the recovery? Where was the learning? Like, like at least I have those yeah. skill set. Like, yeah. I have crashed my forehead into the wall and it has like cracks because my head was hard. My head was also a bit like, looks like this now. I don't know what it was like before, but <laughs> I learned uh, each of these blows and I learned a lot of it. So I definitely infused that in, in the curriculum that I teach with people, mm. how to recover from a burnout and how to come back 
literally stronger and mm. that's a difficult one like for me every time getting back into the ring as an entrepreneur knowing that the only person who can really uh, decide whether i uh, sink or float uh, like in a sustainable way is me and i know how much i had to re uh, program myself to uh, be more sustainable mm -hmm. um, i think th these are the ways how i deal with my body not performing it's a whole process um, it's never like okay then and then i have time for a burnout no it's always inconvenient it's always you get sick at the wrongest moment you you probably infuse it with losing a family member and some depressive shit to 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 make it extra Juicy. testing mm. testing the character but yeah um whatever your reaction is uh, i think it's important to also realize what you would like your response to be so mm. i understand my own reaction and i'm leaning more into what i would like my response to be mm -hmm. which is um which makes it way easier to like we don't know maybe if somebody would finally uh, download the instruction manual of how to be human then you would read like when uh, you have a burnout <laughs> then do a b and c and within two weeks you're better than before okay we don't know no we just be like oh this person is not functioning anymore well let him stay home and don't let him see his <laughs> friends because then we will say he went to the beach while he was supposed to be sick at home mm -hmm. and uh, yeah. you know how much people do i know when they they, they are overworked on like a couple of test sick leaves but not really willing to admit a burnout and then they're like hey you want to do something fun no no what if people see me yeah, i'm supposed to be sick at home and then uh, sit in the corner and not speak to anybody just isolate yourself and go further take away the little social contact you have yeah or like really recharge socially which is great to spend some time with up people but then you're like yeah. no no i gotta hide in the darkness of my own home yeah so besides my own response and reaction i think our social groups also have responsibility and it's a mm -hmm. tough thing to say but yeah. it's part of my work to be there when people are going through this phase and to emphasize how important it is to have like uh, brothers and sisters that go through the same that you can at least connect because being misunderstood if all your yeah. peers are like yeah this is this, this is one one of the weak ones okay now we don't <laughs> speak anymore because you didn't make it up the corporate climb yeah and uh, to be kind to each other it's easier to be kind to somebody else who is mm -hmm. having the same thing that you are having and you're not going to be kind to yourself so you do that for each other and then it balances out i think that's definitely yeah. so far i agree yeah. good one um what would be the hardest thing uh, to do if you would be approaching a burnout uh, right now i think now building uh my online shop and really caring for what I do and really putting a lot of energy, time and love in it. If I would at some point feel that my energy is dropping, I'd be like, why? Because I really don't want to slow down. I really care for what I do. I mm. really have so much fire and so many, so much vision to make that really something impactful. Mm. And if I would feel that my body is not coping with the situation, mm. I'd be like, which turn that I took wrong? 
accepting it would be the hardest thing it would be really hard yeah and what about that it's about slowing down because that's something that i really care for like doing what i'm doing now is something that i really like mm. holistically care for there is not a portion that i need to work with people that i don't like that i need to deal with decisions that i don't like that i need to execute on something that i don't like mm. it's basically i i am my own boss i can decide what i want to do how it should look like etc and if i would realize that my energy is dropping i'll be like hey you don't need to bend into shape for someone else you basically decide your own vision mission and where you want to go and like why is my body not able to cope Hmm. can i can i uh give you a little metaphor please to maybe uh for myself also it's very difficult Mm -hmm. Uh, but I've noticed that your answer is also very growth and continuation related. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, the question is, what part of that is the ego? Because if you look at nature, uh, part mm-hmm. of growth is also to shrink. If you look at the, how a tree or a plant goes through cycles in, in a year, mm-hmm. and eventually it grows, but at the part of the year it has to lose all it has, and let it all go and like go back to the roots. And, and, and turn inwards and slow down and maybe even hibernate. And, and for us, that feels like uh, all is lost now. Mm-hmm. It's easier said than done. And the metaphor is, I think, yeah. very understandable. Yeah. But also in our systems, in our the way we design the world, shrinking isn't part of the equation. Economy has to grow. The, the, the mm-hmm. GDP has to grow. You have to grow. Your career has to grow. But maybe... Uh, like centralizing and decentralizing have benefits and we do that to system growing and shrinking the size of governments we try it but to really like Mm. for us personally to be like okay and now it's part of my uh, down cycle where I cut all the fluff and go back to the core and then reboot again that's what I really had learned As an entrepreneur, that every time it is definitely a cycle that you go through. And then, unfortunately, sometimes uh, you steer too hard and you crash. It's it's a longer uh, recovery cycle. That's a good one. I hope to be uh, uh, part of my announcements today is to add a lot of free value and also uh, free keynote speeches this year Mm. for uh, people who are in industries that are getting ripped apart. Because like we talk about burnout as something that happens to you because your body, whatever. Mm. Imagine people's life is shifting now. The industry that you are working in, our friend, they're cutting 75% of staff. How many businesses in the the tourism, uh, you don't have to be very educated. You understand people are not spending money because they're not traveling. Business is going to get hurt. These are people's jobs. So you don't have to per se have a burnout in that sense. You can yeah. you can be fired, you can be displaced, your job, and you suddenly are f- facing a whole, oh, nothing is the same situation. Mm-hmm. How do you deal with these phases? So I'm going to be uh, providing a lot of value from my own experiences in this field because mm-hmm. I feel like it's so imminent, like yeah. just psychologically not seeing a better future. I think that's also part of like the... A burnout's almost like a, a, a semi-suicide. Like you're 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 
your uh, consciousness does not agree with how you are proceeding with life, so it pulls the plug on you and you stay conscious. While uh, suicide actually is you trying to protect yourself from more hurt in the future mm -hmm. and really end life. And the burnout's ending your ego path pursuits mm -hmm. and just leaves you to mm -hmm. boil in your own juices for a little while. Mm -hmm. But to, to almost uh, realize that this is uh, nature's way of making you reboot, reprogram, mm -hmm. and really taking that opportunity to also update because everything around us is changing so fast imagine in this climate you're getting hit with a burnout your relationship breaks up or or you lose your job you get displaced your your, your education is not worth anything anymore something might snap inside of you absolutely so i'm going to be here providing uh honesty about how i went through all these things how we're going through these things together and uh, what i have learned that i'm just sharing with you so you can implement in your own life about uh, using this opportunity and realizing that it's like our, our breath is unstoppable. You live until you take your last breath. And in the meantime, your heart beats and you keep breathing. And that means every time there's another opportunity, it's hard to look at them and it's painful. And it's going to see many different iterations of your ego. Enough of me ranting about this stuff. I'm excited about it. Excited about burnouts, aren't you? Uh, yeah, we are. <laughs> I mean, it's something good. Seriously. Um, you know what I said. You got one left. Yeah. The biggest learning. Your biggest learning in life. I no, I think that's the energy management compass. I think. Uh, I hope to create with with my audience, with with the people who support what I'm doing, and share it with other people because I hear left and right people I knew from high school from. From university, uh, it's it's uh, hitting all ages, all levels of education, all income classes. Cannot hide, um, really. We know so little about it, so I hope to uh, expand upon it and at some point be able to uh, really differentiate uh, in the energy management compass which dimension is really depleted in your case. Mm -hmm. So what is the core of your burnout? Mm -hmm and uh, create a way to come out of it. Because I can bet you uh, somebody's been cheating on you, uh, then maybe your problem of your burnout is not your job, it's just that you have a heartbreak mm -hmm. and you get diagnosed with, with a burnout, which definitely might be the case that you do not mm -hmm. agree with life anymore until the point that gravity is too much to get out of bed for. Mm -hmm. Uh, but dealing with loss, dealing with grief, dealing with uh, being misaligned with what you're doing on a day-to-day -day base, feeling bullied, feeling unsafe at work, whatever it might be, yeah. uh, the way out of it can be quicker if you know where the pain is, where the hurt is, where the depletion is. Absolutely. And that's something uh, that I had learned the hard way. So every time I would be like, okay, my life is in shambles. Nothing is worth living for. Well, if I would be able to... Ref uh, re Shift that energy. No, already. like just polish my glasses and be like, okay, um, my business failed, but my friends are okay. My health mm -hmm. is okay. My, my uh, family is there for me. Uh, I still have some cash flow. And mm -hmm. uh, I think my reputation is gone, but actually it's okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> no, no, you do care yeah. at some point. Like... No, but to pinpoint which part it is, 
helps so much because it's I not think life that's is not my over. biggest learning from having multiple ones yeah to have been fortunate enough to taste different ones mm-hmm. <laughs> gosh so some people are Amen. like some, some people are just like oh i had a burnout i hope i've never have one again i'm mm-hmm. like what type of burnout did you have and i'm like yeah there are multiple types you can have them multiple times like you can get a little, little card that you collect stamps. I remember your your <laughs> workshop that I joined, and then you said uh, you had three, and then the one girl was like super shocked. Yeah, like there are like, more than oh, one. You can have more than one. No, 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 no. I don't want to be in that camp. <laughs> no, unsubscribe. I was just like, uh, yeah, well, unsubscribe. You just got a one way ticket. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so yeah. Tell us a funny story about how you were ignoring your burnout. <laughs> I think the whole story is just super funny. I would just like, I mean, I would sleep less and less month by month. I would go from seven hours to six hours to five hours. I would increase my training amount month by month. Mm. I would run more month by month. I would eat less. Like this whole equation of what to put in, what to get out, was completely twisted. Super robbery style. Super robbery style. And Robin I was rape, like... Rob and rape yourself daily. I'm on top of things. Wonder I like, Woman, I like here I am. your uh, holidays when you were uh, in that period. We just sleep. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. But then I would blame it on the weather. Eh? I would go to Asia, super hot, super humid climate. Mm-hmm. And I would basically like, I just like... I cannot deal with this weather. I have to and then it was like, yeah, well, my blood pressure is so low. And so hot, a humid hair. That's why my body can I like, cope with it. That would be my explanation. And I would drink like eight coffees during the day to like, at least stay up somehow. Like <laughs> pass out everywhere. would story. be in horizontal. would be just like, yeah, I can't deal with life. <laughs> yeah, well... And also Slightly. seeing pictures of myself. I'm like, happy is not a happy smiling, but I actually like really see what is behind this happy mm. fake smile. It's just like, man, girl, you've so been looking tension. miserable. Tension. Like miserable, really. <laughs> I'm fine. Or as I would say, this is how I look when I'm happy. So yeah. Yeah, really. Thanks for sharing that. Thank you. (laughs) Plenty goofy episode today of the Love Change podcast. How to ignore that burnout. Yep. Please share us if you are uh, having a similar experience or Mm. you think uh, um, you need another burnout. (laughs) You can sign up. Yeah, we can arrange these things for you. Absolutely. Sign up for the newsletter. Yeah. The next one is coming soon. (laughs) Share and subscribe. Share your thoughts and uh, hope you're healthy. Love you if you're checking us out. Without you, you'll be just two silly people talking to a lens. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we love all the feedback and uh, yeah, all the love and positivity that comes back our way. Makes us really happy to see that it reaches people. And we bubble. We bubble and it reaches people. So see you next week. Love change out. <laughs> Hi, yeah. <laughs>